Don't know everyone's why. Gonna, no, everyone's going to think we're interviewing a wounded bear. Um, yeah. But welcome to episode two of our episode podcast. Two. Episode two, very exciting. We're back. I mean, they they said it wouldn't last. Exactly. Treading the boards, the amateur theatre podcast has returned for a second episode. Who, who, yeah, who knew? Who knew who we'd knew? be uh, we'd be back? We but, were uh, thank instant, you. We're such an instant hit. I watched myself. I watched myself, Ben. Which is that sad? Is that sad that I watched us doing a podcast? What, did, you, did you just like zoom in on your own face? No, or? I didn't. No, no, I like to be able to see you at the same time. But you know, well, it's I quite it sad when you, when you look at the the viewing figures. Realize that a few of them is me. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly it's the viewing figures are us. No, I think we've had we've had some um, we've definitely had some interest. We've had some quite some lovely feedback. People yeah. saying it was really nice and nice to hear from us and our thoughts. And uh, Ian Keith very much enjoyed us in his ears. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He did indeed. Lots of uh, lots of uh, lovely comments that we're uh, appreciative of, and and we're recording episode two on a different day of the week, aren't we, Ben? I know it doesn't feel that long ago we recorded episode one. I know, I know, so because we, we are recording it. We're recording on a Sunday, and what have we just said? What did we have to do that we wouldn't normally do on a Sunday? Actually, look half decent. Actually, have a wash, put some proper clothes on, not spend the whole day in our pajamas. Yeah, it's. Oh. it's um, so, so thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. It's positive. It's positive. But my family, thank you for the lack of smell. No, it was not. It was, it's nice to get to feel like you're actually doing something. Doing something. I mean, yeah. I did. I, I took advantage of the fact that I felt like I washed and I went to Sainsbury's. Got a nice trip out. Lovely trip to get essential shops. What'd you get? I had to get some stuff ready for tea tonight. Oh, nice. Um, what you having? Is that, no, we can't have a podcast where we ask each other what we have for tea. That's like having a Zoom with the family. The most ben. dull meeting Lovely. ever. The most dull podcast ever. What you having for you? It's a Sunday, so of course it's a roast dinner. But oh, obviously, God, when these guys will be listening to this, well, whenever, but. Friday, whenever but they want. Yeah. Launched on a Friday, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that won't make much sense. But um, today we are talking about, we're going to be talking to a special guest a little bit later. Nice. Um, but, and we're mainly going to be talking about our topic of the week. Topic of the week of the week. It's worrying that we're an amateur theatre podcast yeah. and that's the, that's that's the, the vocal um, I forgot. I forgot you told me to do that. <laughs> and it just, I d- just had to do it then. So that's what maybe, I did. Maybe I'll find an actual music. <laughs> yeah, maybe you uh, should. <laughs> Don't leave it to me. Ben. But next week I'll find something different. Yeah. Um, but yes, so we're going to be talking mainly about our topic of the week, which, uh, you know, last week when we introduced ourselves, it was all quite fun. It's quite laid back talking about life. We're already in episode two going in with the serious stuff, Jill, because our, our topic of the week this week, and I'm going to read it word for word, is this is the question that we asked people okay. on our Facebook page. Does amateur theatre help with your mental health? So we're going in with straight mental health, Joe. We're going, we're yeah, going in yeah. with the serious stuff here. I mean, but it's lockdown, and it is, mm-hmm. and therefore it's actually pretty key that we talk about these things. It's quite essential, I think. And and I've had a few conversations this week actually with people that make me realise just how essential this sort of talk is. And obviously, I've always thought it's essential that we always talk about our mental health, not even just in lockdown. Yeah. But um, what, Jill? If you don't mind me asking, how how do you think your mental health has been doing during lockdown? Um, not too bad, Ben. I am 
quite a positive sort of um, glass half full person anyway so I like to have high energy and and fun so I can find fun in a lot of things and I found a lot of fun in lockdown um whether it's you know picking a recipe buying the ingredients cooking something different whether it's doing something with you guys some drama stuff I have to say some of the highlights have been conversations with the Bodicut youth uh, gang then we recently we've been doing um what's your if you could only have one chocolate bar forever and ever what chocolate bar would it be if you could only have one bag of crisps forever and ever what crisps would you have and if you could only have one soft drink and just having conversations that with people that you're not seeing all the time absolutely absolutely fab coming away laughing laughing that's the big thing for me my mental health my well-being if i don't if i'm not laughing then something's gone very tits up Yes. Am I allowed to say tits up? I'm, I'm going to have to put the explicit. I'm going to, have to tick the box tits. that says that it's an explicit in podcast now. Jill. There you go. I've said tits up. I've said <laughs> it again. Oops. Thanks for that. Um, you Benjamina. Yeah. No. I've I've been okay. I think I'm. I've considered myself quite lucky in that I've been able to work during lockdown, and um, you know, whilst some of it has been teaching from home, uh, it, it at least keeps me having a bit of a routine. Yeah. And, you know, I think that really helps. What I've found is I've really struggled the most over the weekends. Interesting, um, isn't that? Yeah, I the, the time that you usually was when we, you could be busy, you could go out, you could see everybody becomes the time when actually you haven't got as much to do. Yeah, and obviously cause I'm, because like I say I'm teaching at home at the moment, it sort of feels very like, oh, I'm still at home this weekend, yeah, yeah. except I don't have anything specific to do. So I've been trying to keep busy it's been difficult yeah. i've tried to sort of um, Is it, did you find the work creeping into like you go oh i might as well just work then yeah and I've, I've tried to make a point of being like weekends unless i absolutely have to i try not to do too much work because why sh we should have to and recover yeah but i find it it's a point where i'm sort of like okay i'm a bit bored <laughs> i might just get on with that work i mean it has a knock-on effect in the positive way in that it means that i feel less stressed later in the week, in the week. Yep, I've yep. got something done but you know i made a to-do list today of things to do and, and you know I, that helps me in terms of just keeping stressed mm. but I, i'm like you in that i i feel i'm i've always try and be a positive person but we're human aren't we and sometimes yeah. it this was and I've, I've spoken I'm to the, I'm doing the hand for our listeners on podcast I'm doing the hand movement of uppy downy which is kind of lockdown summed up in a hand movement isn't it because at one minute you can be feeling like I'm okay this is good I'm you know it's all it's all doable we'll get through it and another moment kind of minutes half hours days later you can be feeling absolutely awful and mm. worrying well, about things and like that that's sort of like you say it's been up and down and the start when we first started lockdown back in March in a way even though it was sort of scary in terms of it was something really we never experienced before and obviously people were falling ill mm. back at the time when there wasn't really any deaths and it was quite a weird thing it all felt a bit there was a point where it all felt a bit interesting and exciting and, and that sounds a bit wrong to say it sounds really wrong to say now but it sort of did didn't it like you sort of like this is oh, this is different. This is weird. Having to queue outside Sainsbury's and yep. then there's a woman behind me wearing what looks like a gas mask. She, there was that was interesting. She literally had a whole. <laughs> that was before she had to wear masks. It was just literally a woman wearing a gas mask. Yeah. Then she took it off and it was you. No. <laughs> the, um, 
but it, you know then there's all, all those things it was like oh this is this is interesting and you know and i think people had a really interesting attitude at the start quite positive didn't they and everyone was doing weekly quizzes and people were doing um you know they were baking and trying to find clapping, going out on the doorstep and clapping yeah and and you know people sort of it was a nice very british Spirit, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which I think people really sort of did quite nicely, and then obviously as we've gone on, the novelty gone and uh, on and on and on is the phrase, isn't it? Yeah, the novelty certainly wore off, and and you know this time round, you know we're coming up to close to a year mm. when we went into the first lockdown, and I think you know I understand people are struggling, and this week I've spoken to a few people just catching up, um, who are who are struggling quite a bit and I, I and then I sort of feel a little bit guilty for being like because I've like I said before I feel quite lucky I'm, I've got a great school that supports me that's fantastic a lovely team and I'm there going cool I get a bit boring at home and they're having real problems struggles. and concerns yeah. and struggles and I feel a little bit guilty about feeling like that oh yeah but, we all, we, everybody has to experience it in their own way Ben and and what you as a friend do is you're there and and supporting people when they need it but but the key thing is the talking about it and the key thing is saying what what you need and where you're at and being okay about that um and and again that's where amateur theatre can be really really helpful because actually we've got outlets from stuff we've got opportunities to talk to people we've got common interests and that just really is a helpful start point for friendships and and the like Absolutely. And you're right. Talking is the most important thing. And that's why talking about this opening on a podcast, you know, I encourage anyone to to speak up and talk. Even if you don't know us very well, have a chat with us. We'll talk. I'll talk to you. Um, talk to anyone. We will. You know, as long as it, if it helps, I'm, you know, people are definitely always happy to talk, I think. And people just need to feel that like, they can talk. Yeah. Um, but in terms of amateur theatre, then... Indeed, um, which is why we are here. Why we are here. Um, I think, you, you know, what, like you said, just said, it's, it's an outlet, isn't it? It's, it's a chance to, to be around other people who share a very similar interest to you. And it's a chance, I know for us, when we do amateur theatre, to be a bit mad and be a bit yes. crazy and yep. let off steam. Yeah. And oh my God, have a laugh. And have a laugh. Not be so serious. Yes. Um, and I think that's important. And, uh, you know, regardless of what your hobby is, um, whether it be you sport know, or, sport, yeah, yeah. As long as you, yeah, as a, yeah, as long as it's like a release, as long mm. as it's something that you can, you find joy in, then you go for it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, absolutely. I've, and I've and one, go on, what you got? You got a no, comment go on, someone? Go on, Jill, you go I for it. I was only going to say one of the big things. Um, uh, as well for me and particularly for the young people that that we um, have in various groups that we're involved with is um, I always think it's quite nice that actually I have conversations with with people who are not my kids <laughs> so I'm an adult that uh, that are that another child of 14 15 16 17 whatever think might think is okay to talk to because that's one of the things I always think of um, you know as a parent is I really hope if potentially that my kids don't want to talk to me or or my husband that actually they've got other people that they might think are okay to talk to absolutely and yeah we do i think the people that run these theater you know theater groups and companies we have a responsibility and i don't think that's just for kids for young no. people for adults as well 
um, we have a responsibility, we have a duty of care. And you're right, I think you need to make sure you're a person who people find approachable and can talk to. And because, um, because you're sort of there and quite fun and you're not necessarily, sometimes in some cases, family, um, you know, people will feel comfortable talking to you. People will sometimes say things that you might pick up on and go, oh, I think there's a problem there. You've got to be really aware of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we do definitely have a duty of care. We asked obviously this question about amateur theatre mental did. health on our Facebook page um, with some nice responses. Please, you know, join our Facebook page, Training the Boards, the Amateur Theatre Podcast, and get involved in the conversation. We'd really love to hear what you have to say. It gives us stuff to talk about. It means it's not just us. Um, yeah. Talking. I mean, but, to know. be honest, I'm quite dull. So he's going to. Uh, he, he needs. He needs other impetus. <laughs> I mean, you're not chill, you're, no. you're lovely. Um, so everyone who has sort of really commented has been really positive about, you know, the need for amateur theatre. Um, I'm going to read sort of some extracts. Um, being part of a group, sharing the same interests and goals is great for both adults and children, as we were sort of just saying, you know, it helps everyone. It's not just a youth uh, theatre thing. Offers the opportunity to form friendships and share experiences and, you know, I mean, I look at my sort of group of friends and the majority of my close friends come from doing theatre, doing drama, um, either both at school and, you know, as, as, as a student, when I was a student, um, or studying it for my degree, or from my drama groups. So, and again, it's because we have similar interests, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it performing brings with it adrenaline, which is fantastic yeah. for batting away feelings of sadness and negativity. And, and but it also reminds me when you say that of the the actual drop you feel at the end of a show yeah. <laughs> that kind of the next day going oh and then yeah. and which is where actually the groups that we that, that go on locally where it doesn't stop where it carries on so yobbo's is great but that i i know at the end of yobbo's that you guys who've been more i mean i've, I've been involved slightly as um backstage and things but um my Katie who's done some of those week-long shows the next week we always have to go on holiday so that she's not too sad quick quick get, get her out of the country so that she doesn't get too sad yeah that's but yeah that, there is obviously always a drop at the end of the show we I mean with Yobbo's which is obviously our summer school as Jill was saying we we try and announce next year's show at the end which is then like an exciting yeah. thing that everyone then has a bit of a buzz about but obviously that's not always possible for every group to announce the next show it can feel a bit like a, a bit of a downer um people sort of also saying how being involved in drama groups has been a savior for them you know and some people saying you know the recent opportunities that some groups have been providing during lockdown have been a real saving grace mm. so that you know we've obviously been doing a lot of that so i'm quite pleased yeah. that people have found that useful uh, I've, i mean having that pattern to the week as well when you're used to being in in drama groups so we atc always meet on a tuesday and buddy we meet on a friday it's just been nice that actually we've been able to keep some of that pattern during summer lockdown yeah um some other quotes from our uh post drama in any way shape or form is the perfect antidote for life wouldn't be without it and all the fantastic wonderful and kind friends i've made whilst being a part of an amazing drama family and that is i think you know it is one of those hobbies that you really do form connections with people because you know even even when you're being silly and doing a panto it's it can you have to explore a range of emotions and you have to be quite vulnerable at times and put yourself out there and go for it and you can't do that unless you're comfortable with the people you're with absolutely absolutely 
um a couple especially more. the way we have to look sometimes in panto <laughs> as i've i've often said to some cast members this isn't about going out and looking your best this is going out and looking like you need to look someone said to me the other day i showed them a picture of our, our last panto drill where i was um the evil queen all right. Um, was I Mrs. Overall in some form? That's when you were like a Mrs. Overall type yes, character, yeah. I was, and um, they looked at that picture and went, talk about looks, and went, I think that's the best you've ever looked, Ben, with no sense <laughs> of, like, you know, irony or anything. I was like, you realise I'm in drag, right? You realise I'm a woman there. You realise that's not, <laughs> like, I can't replicate that for the, my day out where I can, but I'm not keen to, anyway. Okay. Very good. Very, very kind. A a backhanded compliment. Um, One of of the other things that um, is nice is that sense of sharing something. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, for for myself and my kids, whenever we've done drama stuff um, together, they've both been in drama groups with me and Katie's doing drama GCSE. It's just lovely to have a similar interest. And you don't have to be the, you know, all over I don't have to go everywhere she goes when she does drama but it is nice that occasionally like Friday lunchtime we sat together and watched the mischief theatre guys doing a QA and a mm-hmm. on YouTube just you know no pressure I just went oh I'm gonna watch this Do you want to watch it and we just sat and watched it um, and that's really nice to have something in common that actually doesn't annoy her <laughs> to, to, to do something with me um, is is lovely mm-hmm. and whether it be if you're not a, a parent that's like as nuts as we are and into it you can still get involved if your kids are, are doing something with amateur theater by helping backstage doing the doing the costumes or um you know being the person that comes and stands at the top of the ladder we've had some amazing interactions with with kids parents who've come along and really got involved and just that sharing something with your kids is so nice absolutely i could i mean your mum's involved as well so you're still doing that sharing yeah. it with your parents exactly um a couple of others then um and actually this one's an interesting one because it's not just about performing it's about going to watch amateur theater so not yeah. all people can afford big theater prices and there are many excellent local groups who perform first class productions i think that's important as well just you know as as this person says just going to watch something yeah. should be an uplifting experience yeah. and also it you know one of the key things in that and that's a bit like other hobbies you were saying earlier ben mm-hmm. um is to lose yourself mm-hmm. and you don't have to think about you know what you're buying at sainsbury's tomorrow or how long the pandemic will go on i think you lose yourself in whatever happening is it, you're watching um that can be just really beneficial a real healing time not to be thinking about other things that might be stressing you absolutely um last one then um couple of points from this post here um similar to what we were saying about uh meeting new people and providing a safe space and escape from everyday troubles of life alongside friends it especially helps young people as it encourages them to spend their time helping their community um which i think is right you know it's a community it's a community experience um and you know it it just provides that it provides something to do you know it gives you something it gives you something else to do outside of perhaps school um which i do think is really important um obviously those are the positives and we're going to invite our special guest on in a moment to give their thoughts but i just want to i do want to sort of talk about because i think we need to provide both sides of it okay so i'm gonna say something a bit controversial now jill i do think stop it carry on (laughs) we're going in deep jill with the second podcast i do think there are times 
where it can have a negative impact on your mental health. And I know that, especially as a production team member, it can get quite stressful, mm. very stressful during show week. Um, I think people sometimes, very rare, but sometimes people who aren't necessarily being the most helpful or understanding of what each other per, each person is doing. You know, I do find when we when I involved in a production, it just feel a bit like a second job, but one mm. that I'm not necessarily paid for. Um, and I think some people don't necessarily appreciate that sometimes. And I find it best then when I'm directing to lose your voice completely <laughs> because then other people really do appreciate it and you have to write everything down on a piece of paper and hold it up like a sign. Nobody wants or to get somebody. Yeah. Or you get your friend in to speak for you. Ben, could you just speak for me, please? That's happened. I'll just shout this bit for you, shall I? <laughs> From the top. <laughs> but um, but you know, I think that I think sometimes you have to be in the right state of mind to do this. I don't I wouldn't say jumping into a production team um or you know a big uh commitment like that is something you should do if you feel that your mental health isn't in that right state and that's not a yeah. judgment on anyone part of that ben as well and i think we've we've had to do it a few times is you've got to be really honest with the cast and everyone else involved that there are times when you might shout and it's not because you are really cross it's because you care so much you know we always at Bodicut we talk about this a lot that you know when we shout it's it's because we know they could be better <laughs> yeah. and we're not shouting for us we're shouting for them to get, help them really kind of understand that uh, that, that it's down to, you, when you're part of, of the production team you don't go on the stage quite often I mean at ATC sometimes we do both but um normally you're not on the stage therefore you really you're really keen for people on the stage to get how great they are and to really live you know fulfill their potential while they're on the stage and that's often why we get a little bit shouty um, yeah I think sometimes that stress the reason we feel stressed sometimes to get to that place is because we're so passionate about what we're doing we want it to be good and if we didn't care we wouldn't be stressed about it because we'd be like oh it is what it is and um yeah so it's passion but yeah. you need to be in the right state of mind show week regardless of if you're a performer or a production team can be stressful one of my my lovely leader one of my lovely leader friends from Bodica actually admitted on a zoom call that she's missing shouting at the kids because they're all so quiet on zoom that we don't need to shout anymore <laughs> mandy that's you <laughs> i mean yeah i mean you don't always have to shout we don't always shout to people always um, sometimes they just raise our voices because we're in a big theater um, it's just trying to project your voice um but yes uh so uh we're going to invite is it guest uh, time is it guest time ben we are going to invite our special guest on our first guest of our podcast oh. to talk with you now uh and so please welcome our special guest for episode two and that is jamie cox jamie. so welcome jamie thank Yay, you, thank you for joining us welcome how are you very very well Good. thank you we, we, we've, we've been we've been talking about mental health uh this podcast and talking about mental health in terms of amateur theater as well how have you found as long as you don't mind me asking how have you found your straight mental in health? there ben don't no mention no mention about like who are you what do you do welcome to our treading the boards podcast straight in with how's your mental health jamie uh, no, i've got a settee should i lie down start, start. Yeah, you're gonna need to 
I'm basically Jeremy Paxman of the podcast world now. Um, so straight in. How have you found? Well, we'll talk about all that stuff in a minute, Joe. How have you? How's your mental health been over this lockdown? How have you found it? Um, uh, over this particular lockdown, it's been very tough. Um, I, the, the lockdowns before were obviously quite difficult. Um, I'm in a position where I have to go to work every single day, but uh, coming for to this third lockdown or whatever number it is, it's been a lot tougher. And I think one of those those reasons were. Uh, I've been, I've missed interacting with people, and especially this time of year, because like yourself, you know, with theatre work, I'd be heavily involved in pantomime, which would usually be around this this time of the. Oh time no, of you wouldn't. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I wouldn't actually. To be fair, I'd be just sitting <laughs> around with everybody else because I've done all I can by that point. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's been quite difficult for me. Um, but yeah, you know, it's good to have family and, and friends around you at all times. What is it you do in the real world, Jamie? I'm an operations manager, which is really boring. <laughs> but uh, it means I get to, I, I'm lucky because I get to see people every single day. And I have a team of people who work for me, which I, I, you know, I look after and, you know, mental health, their well-being has been one of the biggest things over the last year. Absolutely, absolutely. Same, same for me. I have a team and, and just making sure that you're checking in and, and spotting without seeing them spotting when they need the support that's the whole yeah. and that is a tough one isn't it it's it's when you're all working remotely yeah and you just have to look for those little telltale signs like somebody hasn't commented on something or someone's not replied to an email or you know you've spoken to somebody on the phone and they just don't sound that's right. yeah 100 they're the key things you've got to listen to yeah. and try and work out yeah it's tough very tough and know that because it's tough for you and if you're if you're experiencing highs and lows, then everybody everybody else is. Yeah, and I think that's one of the that's one of the key things to try and remember, you know. But I've always been quite keen on making sure that because when I speak to people and they, and they want to talk about their mental health, they always say, "Well, there's worse people off than me," mm. and I say, "Well, you know, that's that, that's belittling your feelings because mm. you are equally as important as anybody else. So you need to." have your feelings dealt with yes things are worse for other people but that's not stopping you feeling how you feel that's interesting jimmy i we were just in our little introduction just before you joined us i sort of said the same thing actually i said you know oh i feel like this but there are people who are worse than me and you're right you have to sort of acknowledge your own thoughts and feelings and mental health before you can necessarily know how to be in a good position to help others don't you I mean, I posted something on my on my Facebook group today, which was uh, a picture of a, a battery nearly empty and a person. And, you know, if you let yourself, you're not going to let your battery, your phone battery run out. So why let yourself run out? And I've sort of challenged people, you know, to take care of themselves this week and start, you know, focusing on themselves a bit more. Because we do tend to focus on others. And I know I do particularly, and I get run down because I'm looking after, trying to look after everybody else. Jamie, Jamie, tell us about that Facebook group. What is it? Off the Couch. Uh, it's a group I set up uh, well before the pandemic. Um, and it was one because I've, I've struggled mental health for many, many years. Um, and being the manly man that I am, I tend not to talk about it. Or, you know, we just let things go, you know, well, well exactly, Ben, as you said, you know, there's oh, people worse off than me. So I set up a group... Um, and I called on a couple of people from the village and we sort of got together um, 
and we had a couple of meetings and we were going to do sessions where we all meet up and just have a drink nothing because i'm not a trained counselor or anything like that um but it was just where people can reach out and just be with similar people and then the pandemic hit, hit and the, the off the couch took a bit more of a, a life than i expected it to do and there's well we're just short of 400 members now and you know i just tried to post something positive and you get some really lovely feedback you know it's 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 really just there to keep people engaged and you know keep people involved in, in what's going on in the day to day feeling part of something yes yeah, feeling yeah. part of you know because i you know i miss my friends and i i did it quite selfishly as well to be honest with you because i post on there to make myself feel better and you know i get messages from people saying thank you very much you know one one guy messaged me over christmas and said i haven't been able to see my girls but your group and other things have just kept me going and that made me feel really good so yeah. you get that buzz there's a really nice um because obviously both me and angela are on that group as well there's a really nice sense of community there which is what we were talking about you know the joy of being part of amateur theater gives you that sense of community which obviously during this lockdown we're and well all the lockdowns we're missing um and i think you know what you just said about you know the fact that you're not a trained counselor i think people need that sometimes though people yeah. want to just chat with a mate or someone they feel like just wants to chat rather than yeah. someone who it, it almost it sort of becomes all very official if they talk, have to feel like they talk to a counsellor. So people do feel more comfortable just chatting with each other um, and more open, don't they? I think so. Yeah, and I've got a, a couple of friends uh, from the village that I live in, and we go, we meet up once we go for a walk, one on one, but we meet yeah, distance, um, and we, we walk the dogs and we just chat. Yeah. Lovely. And, that, and that's really just it. And I, I, I message some people quite often, you know, just asking me how I am. And then we go into a chat about how they are. It's lovely. So what I, about your um, amateur theatre experience, Jamie? <coughs> and what, what does that, what positives have you had from that? Well, over the years. Over uh, the years. How many years have you been treading the boards? That's the title of our podcast. <laughs> I know. It's uh, <laughs> a very aptly named. Um, so I've been involved in uh, amateur dramatics for many, many years, or performing, because I... Uh, yeah, you've got some guitars there. I play, I do a lot of gigging, and I've done that since I was about 16 or 17. So, yeah, 10 years ago. Um, and then I um, I got involved in Adobe Theatre Workshop probably about eight years ago. Uh, I did it for a, I, I did it for a couple of years, and I realised I'm actually terrible at acting. So then I became a director and I directed the whole things. So I didn't have to, I just made cameo appearances, which were all funny. So it's just the way I do things. Um, but I've always, I've always just enjoyed that because you just get to be with people and you get to just forget about everything for a while, don't you? Absolutely. You've got kids as well, haven't you, Jamie? Are they uh, involved in the amateur theatre world? Well, my children. Yes, we know the answer to this, but the others might not. Yes, uh, well, um, my, my daughter used to be quite heavily involved, but she went off to university and, uh, yeah, she's not really doing much that more. But my son, yes, that's all his, that's all his life. Um, in fact, at any minute now, you'll probably hear him singing. Singing. Once he's done the washing up. <laughs> singing, his theatre singing, and he's hoping to go to theatre school as well, so, uh, university, so... Um, Obviously, your 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 children are quite uh, are performers. Your wife performs as well. Um, how, how does it how does that help 
does it help having a, a whole sort of family that is like before you he's asking are you the family von trap that's what he's asking. <laughs> well i i wouldn't say that there are four of us one of us isn't a particularly great singer but i'm not going to say who that is so not the von traps definitely not the von traps but you know my wife she tries really hard um <laughs> so um but yeah, it is, it is really good fun. I mean, you know, it does have its ups and downs because, you know, especially as a director, uh, people don't tend to listen to you half the time anyway, as you well know. Um, and then when it's your own family, it's, uh, it can be quite tough. But is, it is, it's good fun. Is it, tricky, is it tricky when you have to cast your family? Yes. It, yeah. I, I always find casting the hardest bit because you know that, somebody's going to be annoyed and upset but what we always try to do is just to make sure that everybody gets something um and everybody is involved so when i first started at adderbury theatre workshop the, the kids were more of a the younger generation were more of a prop they'd come on stage smile and then leave the stage so me and the guy who's, who was writing with us um decided we're going to change that and we made sure all the kids that you know the young young theatre groups were they were they were doing something they had lines they'd come on and do something do a terrible dance which i choreographed um uh, and then i set up the adderbury theatre workshop youth group as well and we put on about four or five performances as well which was just for under 16s i think it was that's lovely i think i think it's an interesting one isn't it when you when you're part of a group that has adults and young people involved because Actually, if you look at a lot of group, we've got we're lucky that we have a lot of theatre in that area. But a lot of them are either sort of aimed for either adults or children usually. Whereas I know Adderbury Theatre and our theatre company Avaset sort of has a variety, and it's really tricky to have that balancing act because you want to have you. We've tried to do the same as you in that we try and give everyone. So if someone wants a speaking part, we try and give them, even if it's minor, we try and give them something. We try and give them their chance to shine. But it's about it's a really careful balancing act you sometimes have to go through isn't it yeah absolutely it, it, it is tough and and i'll be straight up honest i prefer dealing with kids than i deal with uh, adults so it's, it that that i find easier um and that that goes so when i was a cub scout leader for 21 years as well so you know i've always maybe i'm saying mentality of them i don't i don't know but we wouldn't we couldn't possibly comment jamie couldn't no i know i could see that going through you i could yeah, see no, no, that's, that fine. Really. that's fine um but yeah it is it is a, a balancing act because you get some of the older members that don't like the fact that the younger members are getting all the lines um but you do you try and work it both ways as well so yeah, yeah. So you you joined in with a with us at ATC with our um, virtual uh, Christmas do as a talent. What, what do we call it? ATC. All together at Christmas. All together at Christmas. Thanks, Ben. Sorry, blocked it out. Um, how was that? What what was it like recording stuff virtually? It's uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it actually. Um, I think I, I first signed up to to annoy Charlie a little bit. <laughs> it's the <laughs> just, just a smidgen, just to, just to annoy him so he wouldn't know what, was, what to do. Um, but actually, I really enjoyed it. You know, um, I think you guys have got so much, you, you have this attitude of fun. And that's what I've tried to bring to, to Adderbury, you know, because it's, it's great. All these shows have got to be good and, you know, really spot on for the, for the audience. But actually, 
my key for, for them, for, for the actors, is to just have fun. Because if they have fun, the audience has fun. And if they, I mean, they're paying basically for the rights to do this because they have to pay membership fees and all that sort of stuff. So why not enjoy it? And that's what I noticed with you guys. Uh, and I've never done anything online before. So that was that was uh, really interesting to do. So I'm, I've actually, you know, I'll, t I'll tell you now, I've actually stole the idea and we're doing one for, for Adderbury as well oh, now. Oh, good. Excellent news. So, Excellent news. I'm not quite, not quite as talented as Ben on, on the mixing and things like that. So that's going to be interesting, but... You have to speak nicely to him. That's what I do. I always, I do this kind of slightly pathetic thing where I go, oh, no, please help me. Does my netball club need to do a song? Would you help me? Like that. And then he goes, oh, yeah, okay, Jill. And then you have to take him booze afterwards. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit like the old fashioned barter system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't demand booze. Let's just be clear. You just kindly bring it over. I do bring you booze, yes, whenever. Um, that's, but, that's my way of supporting you during lockdown. Booze. <laughs> but I think that's, um, I think that's, you know, I'm, I'm glad, you know, that things are still carrying on. I think it's so important. That's why we tried to do our virtual shows. And, um, you know, it's, it's nice to keep things continuing, especially when we don't know, like, when we're going to be able to get back in person, even now. Mm. Um, I, I, I came to watch... I came and watched your last pantomime that you did just before Ooh. lockdown. That He's going to give time. you a review now, Jamie. I hope you're right. ready. These are my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was that? I can't remember. It wasn't so long ago. Uh, Dick Whittington. Oh, yeah. Oh, blimey. Yes, it was Dick Whittington. It does feel like ages ago, doesn't it? But it, it was, I suppose. Um, but I came to watch that one. And I, I, I thought, because that was my first sort of experience watching... Um, Adamy Theatre and I, I I got sort of a real feel of that fun side and and I you're right we tr I, you know I'm glad you said that that we try and inject that into ATC as much as possible you know that we try and if we're not enjoying it then the audience won't enjoy it and yeah. I, I could feel that sort of same feel when I was watching your show you could tell everyone on the stage was just really just enjoying themselves and then as a result we enjoyed ourselves um, well, that's, that's lucky. <laughs> so important. I, I think I think that's one of the ones I had a cameo in as well. Did as a certain president, I believe. Oh, that's right. I was uh, Donald Orange. Was Donald Orange? Yes. Oh, very, very amusing. Very amusing. Yeah. And what, what are we going to do without Donald as the butt of the jokes going forward? We've still got Boris. You've still got, oh, thank God, we've still got. Uh, <laughs> be political, I'm not sure. No, I've already, I've said tits already, but oh, um, yeah. so uh, we, now we've done, we've done tits and politics. So episode two is going really well, Ben. I didn't, expect, I didn't expect me to be the least controversial. <laughs> Usually I'm the one they put in my foot. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, I, you know, I think, you know, everything you're doing, Jamie, and the, the group and the Facebook group, I, I really enjoy looking at it and, and reading it and seeing all the different quizzes. Like, you know, even though the Facebook group isn't necessarily a theatre group, it feels, I, I do appreciate that it almost feels like a bit of a, you're having to perform a bit as, you know, as quiz master and as, you know, showing that you're willing to just go for it and put yourself out there. I think that's, you know, that all comes, doesn't it, from that ability to, perform a little bit and, and it's very much appreciated I think by many people well I just I just want I just want people to you know uh, just enjoy the time that we have you know it's easy to get settled in and bogged down with the fact that you can't go to the pub on a Saturday night 
but there are other things to do and you know we've got to keep moving you've got to keep doing it you've got to um, do what you can and we've got to look ahead and be like we, eventually we will be back yeah, what what are you looking forward to jamie when things get back oh, to well if you'd asked me uh, a couple of a couple of months ago i would have said looking forward to going to the pub but i don't think i am anymore i've built a bar in my garage <laughs> so pubs uh, don't need them so I, I, I really don't know i think uh cinema i really miss the cinema mm. strangely enough and i didn't think i'd ever say that because i i do i always enjoyed going to the pictures but i've really missed going to the cinema and theater, and going to live shows as well yeah, absolutely absolutely yeah, Get, I, getting back to watching your your rest of your family on the stage and you on the stage yeah well i, I not those days i think are quite over but <laughs> i'll stick to the singing and playing guitar that's the easier bit for me Maybe we'll. Uh, should we end with a song? So maybe we should end with a song. No, sorry, Jamie. Oh, I, I, I put him on the spot. I haven't got my guitar. Sorry. Put him on the spot. Yeah. Well, we hope. Yeah. Um, we, right, hope we hope that we'll be able to uh, convince you maybe to join us again on the stage, Jamie, because we, mm. we enjoyed having you involved in our last production. Um, and thank you again for everything you've been doing. And um, yeah, we we. Uh, Tell us, tell everyone who's listening, just in case they're not a member of the Facebook group, what's it called and how can they find it on Facebook? Uh, it's called Off the Couch, um, and it's well, just search for Off the Couch or find me, and then it's one of my groups. Um, yeah, that's really the best way to say it. Just Off the Couch. Perfect. Off the Couch. We'll, we'll or Instagram. We do have an Instagram page. Oh, cool. Oh, I'll, I'll have to follow that one as well. I'll, um, I'll make sure we do it. It will be on our, face, our Facebook page as well. We'll share it so that people can join as well. But um, thank you very much for joining us. By. Joining us on our podcast. No, thank you very much for asking. Great. And thanks for the work you guys have done uh, during, the, during all this lockdown. It's been brilliant. It's been brilliant to watch. Thank you very much. Well, thank you uh, to everyone for listening uh, uh, as well, or watching, depending on how you are streaming this reminder that you can obviously listen to this on all good podcast streaming services including spotify or you can watch the video version if you want to see all of our beautiful faces um and you know judge our homes i mean that's why i've got a backdrop up of nothing um jamie's you, had the good clean before yeah that's it cover up the cleaning goods yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can uh, stream that on our facebook page treading the boards the amateur theater podcast or our YouTube channel, which is called the same name. But until then, Jill, thank you very much. Benjamina, thank you very much. Jamie, Jamie. Cox, thank you very much. And we shall, we shall see you next week with a brand new topic. Keep an eye out for that so you can have your say. And a brand new oh, special guest. guest. See you next week. Bye-bye.